Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Stoke. I'm so excited to stay kind of on the similar trend of talking about season recaps because here we are in the spring and it's been quite the season. So I hope you guys all enjoyed hearing a little bit about what our sync team athletes are doing next year and how they accomplish this season. But I'm excited to stay with that trend and talk about not fish circuit, but the World Pro Ski Tour. So today I'm pumped to bring on Thomas Wilson to talk a little bit about how his season went in the World Pro Ski Tour and talk about really how this side of ski racing is truly growing. So Thomas, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, sweet. Thanks for having me on, Parker. And so I guess really before we get started, if you could really introduce yourself and explain how you've gotten to the World Pro Ski Tour, what you've done through your ski career, and really kind of what's next for you, and then we can go into really what the league is and where it's moving forward from here. Cool. Yeah, my name is Thomas Wilson. Um, I'm originally from Vermont. Grew, uh, born and raised there, grew up skiing at Green Mountain Valley School. Um, and then I did my college years at Dartmouth racing for the big green, uh, which was a lot of fun. And then as my college career wound down, um, I was trying to decide what kind of to do um, if I was done ski racing or if I wanted to continue. Um, I luckily got picked up by Burke Mountain Academy and did kind of a post-college PG year with them um, as a pace athlete there. Um, and the World Pro Ski Tour was this awesome fit, kind of uh, really fitting that niche uh, for guys competing on the Norams where our our schedules are a little bit more limited and a little bit more focused on those high level races. Um, and the world pro ski tour gave us a, another kind of circuit to participate in, um, get some cool head to head racing and they put up pretty good prize money, um, which when you're funding your own season and, you know, figuring out how to, how to stretch every dollar, it's, it's nice to be able to, to win a little money in the sport, which isn't super common. So now that we know a little bit about you and you kind of hinted at what World Pro Ski Tour really is, I think it's important to really share with the same community what the league is, what its goals are, who's really participating, and really kind of what the goal is for the program. Yeah, cool. Uh, World Pro Ski Tour was huge back in the 70s and 80s um, with massive prizes and they were, you know, poaching athletes off the World Cup to come over and race in it, uh, which was really cool. And then it started up around five years ago and has been kind of gaining steam. Um, and it's similar, it's still ski racing, but it is a different format. Um, it's a dual panel slalom. So you get to run head to head rather than just racing against the clock, um, which I think adds a cool aspect. I always joke, you know, I've been in ski racing over 25 years. Um, and well, maybe not, I'm not that old. <laughs> um, but you know, I've been in ski racing like 20 years. Um, and I always joke that ski racing is like such a boring sport to be a spectator at. Cause you just watch the one person come down. If you don't have a tuned eye, then you're just everyone kind of looks the same. They all look great. Um, but when you're going head to head and racing side by side, you can tell who's pulling ahead, who's dropping back. Um, and so it adds a really cool aspect for the spectator. And then it's also super fun for us. You know, I've been racing at pretty high level for a while and there's, it's a completely new feeling kicking out of the gate and, and racing side by side with someone. Um, so that's been really cool. Um, and so as the program, as it's, as the, the tours built um, a little bit, they've been able to offer some pretty good prize money uh, which has brought in some big names. Um, we, we joke that um, there's a good crew of us retired skiers that kind of make up the core of it. You know, myself, former World Cup skiers like Michael Ankeny, Nolan Casper, who's a three-time Olympian. We had Phil Brown for a while. And then there's a lot of really um, guys who had really successful college season uh, careers um, who are also racing like myself, Rob Cohn, um, and a few other guys. And then there's also a bunch of current racers who are coming in. Um, this year was pretty cool. Um, I think this year we probably had our deepest fields uh, racing when we'd get another round of 16s it was it was a pretty good battle you know there were there were a lot less people getting that max differential for the second run um, and it was pretty tight racing all the way through round of 16 round of eight and into the finals um, which was cool to see a lot of those like younger college guys coming in 
Um, you know, our last series in Echo, we had a couple of the World Cup guys with River Radimus, Luke Winters, AJ Guinness coming back um, and racing against us. And it was it was it was really fun to kind of see the the talent on the on the circuit grow a little bit and just have a little bit deeper fields um, for some really high high quality racing. And so you talk about this awesome competition where you're getting a mix of people from all different places and different experience levels and really just this high level of ski racing. We all know that Rob Cohn, Middlebury alum, is really the World Pro Ski Tour god at this point. He wins every race that he starts. What do you think about him? What's he doing differently than everybody else? And do you think you can get him as you move into the next season? Yeah, Rob's been pretty impressive. I mean, his streak is, uh, I mean, he won every race this year. Um, he was coming off a bunch last year. His prize is the money he's earned in the circuit is, you know, makes us all a little bit jealous. Um, Cone just brings in, I mean, he was always a fantastic skier. And I think he just brings that into the pro tour. Um, he's super consistent and really powerful. Um, and, you know, when you're doing 12, 12 runs a day, consistency plays a big part of it. The courses deteriorate as we go. And as you get into those, you know, final four and the big final, the courses are pretty beat up and just being able to be consistent and powerful um, is a huge thing. And, you know, at this point, I think he has a bit of that element of like, who's going to be the one to take him down. And so a lot of the times you see guys just having mistakes. I mean, this year, Michael almost took him down at steamboat and then blew a shoe. And then AJ almost had him at echo before he went out, you know, two gates from the finish. So guys are definitely there, but I think he has a little bit of that lore on his side of uh, intimidation in the gate that just makes you blow out. Um, in terms of going into next year, I've only had a couple of matchups against Rob and I definitely have fallen victim to overhyping myself. Um, I like to think that maybe if I get a little bit more training, you know, the best thing about World Pro Ski Tour is that you never know what's going to happen in the other course and you just focus on your own skiing and anything can happen. Um, so yeah, I like, yeah, I'll take him down next year. All right, good. So Rob Cohn is the target on his back as we continue into the next season. So I guess too, what's interesting is we're starting to see city events really pop up in the fifth circuit and we have the World Pro Ski Tour that's starting to gain this traction. Do you think we're going to continue to see this dual racing really can grow as we move forward? And do you see different races really popping up as this is starting to gain more attention from everybody in the ski community? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, I think that um, from a spectator um, point of view, it's this is the coolest version of ski racing. Um, and it also adds this new element for the athletes. And I think that as it gains a little bit more traction on the World Cup and they run more of the city events, dual slalom and the dual GS, um, they've also added it in, um, you know, it's at, it's at World Champs, it's at World Juniors, these team events, which are really cool to watch kind of the nation. You know, you have two girls and two guys competing together and it's a breakdown of how everyone does um, to add a bit of a team aspect to this sport that's so individualized um, is really cool. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, we get to watch, watch that happen, watch that happen on the World Cup, watch that happen at the Olympics, watch it happen at World Champs, um, but we never get it really a chance to do it. And then they have started introducing them as NORAM. Um, there's been a couple uh, dual NORAMs. I know they ran to that nationals a couple years ago. Um, so it is starting to creep in and now the World Pro Ski Tour just offers another platform for you to race, um, to get into this kind of new form of ski racing and it's kind of fun, you know, when you've been doing slalom and GS and super G for 10 plus years, you know, it gets a little repetitive and it's fun to just kind of be doing something in the same sport, but have a totally different feel for it. Um, and, you know, there's something about going head to head with your buddy and kicking his ass. Um, yeah, for sure. It definitely. It definitely adds this awesome competitive aspect to it. And I think that that leads to my next question is we've seen World Pro Ski Tour pretty dominant from male athletes. And so female athletes are allowed to participate, but it's one bracket. Do you see a new bracket being born or more female interest? Is it starting to gain more traction amongst people? 
Yeah, I think that has to be the goal. I mean, I talked a little bit earlier about how cool it is to be, you know, a NORAM level athlete and have this other circuit that we can race on that we can even win a little bit of money on. Um, and, you know, there's, there's plenty of uh, top level females that are doing the exact same thing um, on, you know, the women's NORAM circuit. And I think it's, it's essential that we figure out a way to get that going. Um, it is the hope that, you know, once the pro tour um, gets a little bit more money and has, you know, the, the sponsorship money to be able to put up a purse that's equal, you know, equal size um, for the women's side that they are able to get that bracket. Um, in the meantime, while they're still, you know, trying to, trying to generate that revenue, um, I think it's sweet to have some of the girls came out. I know last year, we didn't have any female competitors this year, but last year, um, when we were at Eldora, um, a couple of the girls came out and I think one of them qualified and it's just, it's cool to see them out there and yeah, sure. Um, you know, throwing their hat in the ring and like I said, world pro ski tour, anything can happen. Um, and so I think that it's cool to kind of, yeah, I think it, it's essential that we get them a little bit more involved one way or another. And I mean, the best way to have that would be to have their own bracket, which would be awesome. Yeah, it's definitely something that we want to continue to see grow. And it's awesome seeing the sport really starting to catch the attention of everybody in the ski community outside of just this bubble of fist racing. So Thomas, it was awesome to talk to you about the World Pro Ski Tour and your season. And we're excited to see what you do next year. And so whether or not that's all of the races or some, uh, we'll be cheering you on and hoping that you do take down Rob Cohn. But that being said, to our SYNC community, I hope you guys were able to learn a little bit about the World Pro Ski Tour. And now next time it's on, you can try and watch it yourself on live or just maybe participate next time. So thank you so much, and I'll catch you guys all next week on the Weekly Stoke.